It's the Renegades Rant Podcast with your host, the Kentucky Renegade. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor. If you want to start your own podcast, go to anchor.fm or to your phone's app stores and download Anchor today. This is the Kentucky Renegade Patriot 1776. Most of you know me from TikTok or Instagram. And just as a patriot and a content creator, I'm really getting sick and tired of being taken down, censored, and suppressed. You know, living in this country, this is all about the freedom of speech. It's our constitutional rights. It's our inalienable rights. So I decided to go ahead and launch a a podcast. Now, this podcast, we will go over many topics, anywhere from politics, government, to child and human trafficking. We will just go above and beyond every kind of topic that we can put out there to bring awareness to it. And I am getting this podcast going to help encourage other people who are sick and tired of the same thing from these social media platforms. So we will all go out and speak our truth. And by doing so, I have been, you know, given the opportunity by someone great to help me do this. And it'll be my special guest tonight. And that's Lambo. So welcome to the show, Lambo. Uh, thank you for having me on the introduction or the, the beginning of the Renegades Rant podcast. It's a pleasure being on here. All right. Well, thank you very much for doing this and and helping me out because, you know, I know a little bit about social media and I know a little bit about technology, but really didn't know too much about doing the podcast. Yeah. And I, you know, I've helped out a couple other people as well. And I get that. Well, aren't you, aren't you, you know, afraid that they're going to take listeners from you? And I'm like, if my message, they def- they prefer to go listen to somebody else other than my message, but we're giving the same message or it's coming across in a different way, that's what matters. It's not about who's giving it. It's not about, you know, I'm losing listeners. So, you know, I'm not worried about any of that. It's about waking people up, getting people onto the same page and making this country better than what it is right now. Absolutely. And, you know, that's why I want to to launch this podcast because, you know, being on TikTok, I mean, it started out being a great social media app to be able to get on and to express ourselves and, you know, talk about issues we thought that was very important. And now that we're getting closer to the midterms, you know, they're just, they're taking everybody down with, you know, everything they can. I mean, just even like Mr. Freedom Stick, Three Rows and Packing Patriots, the second they start a video, it's down. Their entire account's gone. And it's just unreal that, yes, we are using a communist social media app, but still this is the U.S. This is freedom of speech. This is freedom of speech for everybody worldwide to be able to at least get on and speak what they want to speak to. Yeah, exactly. And and, it, and it's not just those three. It's, it's the... Uh, double end Glens, it's Kramer, it's um, 
you know, Freedom Fighter. It's everybody out there. You know, we've had a couple people change their names so much. I don't even remember what they are right now, but it's, <laughs> you know, and, and it's everybody. And it they're coming full force. They do not want these messages out there. And I'm sure that some of those 87,000 IRS agents are, are on the computers working for TikTok to try to find us, get us banned, get us silenced, and shut us down. Absolutely. And, you know, and that was the thing with me. When I first came on to TikTok, it was about a year and a half ago. And I went by three per hangman, uh, 1776. And that's what I was known for on Facebook. And then I was completely banned off Facebook. I can't even get another account on Facebook, which I would never want to go back there anyways. But, you know, that's the same way with TikTok. They started banning me, and then all of a sudden I had to change my name, and then here I am. Yeah, I've got I've got my personal Facebook page. I've got my uh, Extra Lambo, which is my podcast, a little Extra Lambo, link three in my bio. Uh, it's got my own, my own Facebook page for that. So I still use Facebook for that. All my family's on there to, you know, see pictures and stuff. I do post some political content, but I guess that's more to, to banter with my friends, my friends with, and, and create some, some discussion there. Although I, I believe I'm not pushed through the algorithm the way that I, I believe that I should, cause I don't, I don't get the the con the 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 banter back that i believe that i should be on on some of the stuff that i post yeah i you know when i was on there i was on there for like eight years and then you know i started speaking out politically and then next thing you know start getting warnings and then they start taking me down and of course like my family i've cut majority of my family out of my life because you know they don't think the same way i do but you know that's what happens. I mean, you go onto these social media platforms, you put yourself out there and then that's the risk. And the other risk of it is now you're starting to see people on TikTok who are being doxxed and people are actually mass reporting their uh, accounts who used to be their friends. And that's just, to me, it's just getting really weird and really strange and really hateful on TikTok. And that's a shame that, people who used to be friends are now turning on each other. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about and I don't, I don't know them personally. I believe that I have followed them, uh, throughout my five accounts, but I, I don't know how it started. I don't really know who they're they're or what they're for. And so, I mean, I, I can comment on it, but I'm, I'm not, I'm speaking from, from uh, secondhand knowledge on that one, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree the same thing. I mean, you we're out here to spread a message, and I don't understand why we've got guys that are that are doxing others that are on the same side on the same team supposedly, and then and then trying to trying to go about it a different way. That's that's not what needs to be going on right now. Right now we have a we have an administration who is going after our constitutional rights. And they're going to do everything that they can to win this election coming up. And that is their goal. That is their focus. And they're going to create as much chaos as they can to try to get some sort of a reaction, I believe, from from the right and possibly shut down this, this election coming up. Yeah. And 
you know, I, I see it on both sides where people are doing this and I not getting myself involved in that. I try to distance myself from that for the simple fact. I'm not one of those that likes to click up with a bunch of people, you know, because you will always find that there's always going to be one or two that may do something to do, you know, do that to the people they say that they're friends with, which is unfortunate because everyone is losing focus of the message and, and losing focus of the mission. You know, we want to get out there and push that truth, you know, the turn on people and take people's accounts down. You're taken totally away from the mission. Yeah, correct. I agree. I agree. So, so with that being said, what do you feel about the correlation between what's going on on TikTok and other social media apps in the upcoming uh, midterms? Well, you've got you've got TikTok, you've got Instagram. They're all doing. They're you know both of them are doing the same thing. Twitter, I I would imagine has has their bots still in line with with trying to just slam any conservatives posts or comments upon whatever and and go about and attack that but when it comes to trying to get that message out trying to speak out against different senators that are running different house of you know different representatives that are running i it's it's amazing to me that we just can't talk about why we're for another candidate instead of bashing that candidate we we're i'm out here like i'm promoting Kat, um tiffany smiley over patty murray here in washington state i'm all for tiffany smiley because patty murray has been in in the senate for 30 plus years but it seems every time i make a post like that going against patty murray i don't get much play i might only get a hundred and 125 views on that on that video you know, may, may, if even that. So there is a silencing that's going on. And when it comes to trying to win an election, if we're not able to get the information out of there, that's election tampering. That yeah, I don't know any. Absolutely. I don't know any other way of, of of explaining it other than it's election tampering. And they're going to come, yeah. and it's going to get worse. I mean, we still have till November eighth. So we're we're what just over forty days, three weeks. Yeah, we got about three weeks until the elections hit, and I think with everything that's going on social media-wise, with all these attack ads, I mean, a lot of these attack ads are going way across the line. You know, like uh, the one between Warnock and Herschel Walker. I mean, Herschel Walker, yeah, he does have that history of what he did, and he's owned up to it. But the continuous attacks on him and not focusing, you know, on exactly what Warnock's been about. He's been all about BLM. He's all been been all about defunding the police there. But yet, whenever it's brought up about the crime and about BLM and their scam and everything they've been caught up in, you know, they just they won't let you talk about that. But they will take you down if you talk about it. But if you're on the opposite side and you're bringing up Herschel Walker's past and, you know, things he did to his mistress and to his ex, you know, it's okay and fine to do that. And that's, you know, that just crosses the line for me. 
Yeah, no, I get that. And, you know, how do, how do you, my problem with politics, politicians, is that they flip-flop a lot. I don't care what party it is. You're going to have flip-floppers on both sides. Uh, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, um, Mitt Romney, uh, you know, I, you can you can keep going from there. When they are for marriage between being a man and a woman back in the 80s, and then now all of a sudden, oh, we've always been for, for gay marriage and other people's rights. Well, what was the switch? I don't care that people flip-flop back and forth. You know, Herschel Walker has this past. He's grown from it. It's kind of why I brought that up. But Herschel Walker has yeah. this past, and, and now he's he's past that. He's learned from his his sins. He's I'm sure he's better for it. And he has that story to back up why now he is a better man. Those politicians from the 80s who were against gay marriage, who came out saying, no, it is a, it is a marriage is between a man and a woman. How many times on the campaign trail between Biden and Obama did, did Biden say, no, Barack and I believe marriage is between a man and a woman, a man and a woman, and then all of a sudden, yep. boom, there's a flip. No, we've always been for gay marriage. That flip-flop right. is the problem, and they are never called out upon it. No, but if somebody, and now I know on the right side of things, like McConnell, he's, I can't stand him. I want him out of there. The sooner, the better. And, you know, you have the people on the right. There's a lot of career politicians on the right as well that need to be gone. I think we just need this huge youth movement to come in and just take over and get these career criminals and politicians out of there. Because you're right. You know, Obama and Biden, Clinton, all of them were for man and woman marriage. And now all of a sudden they flip flop and they're saying, oh, well, yeah, we want man to man, woman to woman or trans, whatever. And they've just put it out there. And but when you bring up their past, you know, it's like, no, it never happened. You know, <laughs> even though there's video evidence of them saying no yeah. marriage is between a man and a woman. It's the sanctity. I can remember the sanctity. Uh, I can remember Hillary Clinton pounding her hands together going, it is the sanctity of marriage, a man and a woman. And then it's like it's just forgotten. And do you, yeah, the liberal prep media is not going to call them out on it because they're they're buddy-buddy. So then you're left with the, with the Gateway Pundit, Fox News, maybe – um, the other, you know, the other conservative publications that are trying to call them out on it, but then they're, they're, oh, well, that's just because they're trying to, to bash her and, you know, and, and silence her themselves. And that's not the case. I mean, you're, you're, there's a truth out there that just is not being told to the American people. No. And that's the same way with the abortion issue. I mean, Biden, what well, was back in the mid eighties, he came out and he said, you know, he abortions should be banned, that they shouldn't be allowed. And he was all for the, you know, getting rid of abortion in, in states. And now he's all for it. We should not be. Now he's all for it. have government in, in the, the, the choice of women to make. And it's not about that. This is, this is the other thing, too, is Patty Murray. Well, it's all, it's all Democrats running. Because Washington D.C. has put out the the plan of of how you guys need to speak when you're in debates, if they even do the debate, or you're running commercial ads. 
It's abortion. Republicans are trying to have a nationwide ban on abortions. And I have not heard anything that it is a nationwide ban against all abortions. Every state needs to be uh, banned, you know, have, have abortion banned or contraception. I don't remember. I've never heard any Republican say we need to ban all contraceptives. That is asinine no, talk right there. Right. And uh, to know, me, it's a complete lie. That's a misinformation. That's misinformation. They should be silenced. They should have their TikToks accounts removed, their Twitter accounts removed. They know how we feel. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, whenever we hear come out of their mouths, you know, they, you know, they'll walk it back in the media and say, oh, well, that was just, you know, they weren't saying what they were saying. It was all taken out of context. And it's like this press secretary they have up there in D.C. now. I mean, what a total joke. I mean, every week she's walking back something and saying that, oh, well, it was taken out of context. And, you know, here's Peter Ducey up there just drilling her left and right, just you know, and they're going after woman. him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I would like to see Kaylee McEnany go in there just for one day and just have the ability to question her because she would just tear her to shreds. <laughs> yeah, no, one hundred percent, and that would raise money for homeless. That would raise money for Mississippi. That would raise money for Florida because everybody would buy into that one. Oh yeah, there wouldn't be any more money going to the Ukraine. It'd all be coming here back to the U.S. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, you go, you go back to the silencing question that you had asked and, and what does it mean? I, on, on my podcast, I've, I've talked to three rows. I've talked to freedom stick. Uh, we are all in the same mindset that something is going to happen before this election. Um, the, the days leading up to the election are really going to show who is going to take control and nothing can happen obviously until the beginning of the year. But some, I, to my bones, I believe that something is going to happen to not allow that. You've got all of this talk about about uh, Russia and the nuke and Iran and the nuke and you know the Ukraine bolstering their their uh, military with our weapons. Something it is. This pot is boiling, and it, and you're seeing the bubbles coming up from the bottom and the water starting to rumble. Some there is something going to happen. I just I can't put my finger on it, but I, maybe that's something that that you feel as well. Yeah, my personal feeling on this whole thing, and I said this about two three months ago. Me and actually, me and Packing Patriot were talking about it, and I said it's almost like we're sitting in the middle of a pressure cooker. You can just feel that lid starting to vibrate, and it's about to blow off, and it's going to come. I think personally within, you know, just a few days of the election to where they will put it down to where maybe we can't have in-person voting and they'll want to do mail-in ballots. Will they put in martial law? What is going to happen? Because they're peeling off so many different layers of things that are going on around in the world. And I think a lot of it's distraction. And I think a lot of it is what they are trying to create as a... uh, kind of wag the dog situation i think we will see like with putin and russia i think the whole talk about the submarine went missing and how it's not in harbor up in the white sea and you have 
them threatening nuclear war. Then you have Biden threatening it back. Then you have North Korea, to me, I think they're the distractor. I think that's why they're shooting off all these ballistic missiles. They just want to distract the U.S. and say, hey, we're over here. And maybe Russia, which the CIA and NATO with the Nord Stream explosion, I think, could they possibly be doing a red flag or a false flag here in the uh, in the U.S. on our soil? Guarantee it. A lot of people think back, and I will go down as a conspiracy theorist, I always think of these things, but the Boston bombings, I do believe, was a dry run for martial law in a big city, and they got a blueprint for it. But on the flip side, the Patriots got a blueprint of, of, of that as well because we got to see the estimated time of how long it took for them to get all those agencies on the ground and into Watertown and going door-to-door doing illegal search and seizures and taking people's weapons from them, which wasn't really reported, but it did happen. Do you think that the illegals coming across, and I'm going to use air quotes when I say illegals, (laughs) are they being shipped to those parts of the country or all over the country to mobilize for when that happens? I believe they are being uh, sent here under the direction of NATO. I believe the CIA probably has their hand in it. And I believe that's what they are wanting DeSantis and Abbott to do. They know what they're thinking. They're just to send all the illegals to all these different places. Now we're going to flood all these different states and especially sending up there to New York City. And we've already seen where they have the nuclear emergency, here's what to do thing. But it's awfully funny that, you know, New York City has been pinned for that. And Denver has been pinned with it because they started giving out bug out bags to people in their community. But it's awfully funny how those tunnels run under the Denver International Airport. And then we got everything up in New York and you got NORAD up in Jersey. So it's to me, it's it's going to be interesting when when the midterms start to get here. Yeah, I think we're sharing the same brain on that because I was thinking the same thing. They're going to have some sort of a, let's just call it a convention in in Denver, and they can hide in the tunnels. And, you know, something happens. Let's just say it's a nuclear explosion. I don't believe it's going to be on the ground. I believe it's going to be in the air, so that way they can get that EMP burst and, and... halt all communications because if we can't if we can't make contact with people if we can't you know they i believe that they know that we all have plans but if we can't communicate with our group or our our people then we're all going to be kind of held held captive in our homes or wherever we're at they're going to be under the tunnels they're going to be able to get out and move around and you know new york the same thing there's an underground city if I remember right, under, no, that was Chicago. They had the, the underground city. And I think it was Chicago as well. They were handing out go bags. But they were doing um, trainings. They're doing trainings at night in New York City with the National Guard. So, and we can't overlook that either. Well, I don't know if you remember, what was it, like 2013, I believe, they had Operation Jade Helm. Now, a lot of people were like, eh, I don't know if that's a really 
important thing to pay attention to. But if you really looked into what they were doing with Jade Helm, they were actually in Los Angeles and down in Orlando and Miami. There's several other cities they were in, and they were actually doing operations at nighttime and just putting on this big spectacle of them, you know, descending from helicopters on top of, you know, buildings and uh, putting down barbed wire fencing all around the city and doing that kind of thing and just putting it on like this big display. Well, you know, that happened back in 13, 2013. So I think that they've already had the training and they're just waiting to act it out. I keep bringing up Operation Northwood. That's where yep. they, you know, they created the, um, they wanted a distraction or a, an event so that they could go into Cuba and, and take over Castro. If, but JFK didn't allow it. They still have those plans. And there's a lot of things that are going on today that are, they're just trying to create an event. Biden trying to create and poke the bear and, and force this war with Putin. It's, he's trying to create it. He's trying to stoke the fire and look, look, Putin bad, Putin bad. I mean, we've been told for, you know, six years now how bad, how bad Trump is. And he's working with Putin. Putin's the bad guy. Yeah, Putin is a bad guy. He's KGB. But I don't believe he is trying to do what our government is telling us that he's trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing about they don't tell you the truth about Putin and the KGB is when he was in the KGB, he wanted to change the way the KGB was because he didn't like the direction it was going. He felt that they they were going the same route the Nazi Germany that Nazi Germany was going. So he wanted to change the whole outlook and the scope of KGB. And he was pretty much, you know, told you're fucking crazy if you're going to change it this way. But you look at him in power now and he's exactly like Trump. He knows exactly what the, the cards are on the table. He knows that the global elites want to take him out because he knows that they're trying to do this plan of what the world economic economic forum is trying to do with the, you will own nothing and be happy bullshit. And he's like, no, you're not, you're not going to pull that shit off of my country and get NATO off my doorstep. And that's exactly what they're trying to do is put NATO at his doorstep and put those bio labs in his country and try to take him out. I believe the same thing. I believe that they don't, I, and I said this on my podcast. Uh, I don't believe that. I don't believe that we really want to be, or that Putin really wants to be friends with China. But China doesn't want NATO at their doorstep either. China wants to be their own independent country, away from being told what they can and can't do. Putin definitely the same thing. He doesn't want to be told by NATO what they can and can't do. The WEF, the WHO, and. Trump as well does not want that for America. Biden, he's all in because that's always been the plan. The enemy of the enemy is thy friend. That's why I believe that there is that, you know, that three-headed prong of Putin, Ping, and Trump ready to fight back on on what's going on with NATO and the WEF and the WHO. They're they're they they have I believe they have a handshake agreement to fight off the evils of the world if you want to go that way. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing about Putin, too, as well, I mean, I don't think that he's wanting anything to do with China, but the only reason why he's staying in business with China 
is their money and their backing power to help him get his country back to where it was because China is backing their, their, uh, their yuan with gold. And that, you know, holds a lot of credit because you look at the fiat currencies like ourselves and all the other countries around the world, they're all going to collapse like dominoes. And the ones that have the gold kind of have the power. I, just going back to the election with, you know, for these midterms, um, Biden is wanting to put out a centralized uh, currency, or, or I'm sorry, a digital currency. If we get the, the numbers in like we're supposed to, I believe we can we can eliminate any of that talk. Russia and China and Brazil, I believe it's all of BRICS, have their own money system backed up by the ruble or uh, backed up by gold for the ruble and uh, whatever China's on. And yeah, the yuan. Yeah, the yuan. And they can't, they can now still have a powerful dollar instead of the NATO telling them, well, now your dollar is only worth this much because now we're going to restrict all of your trade. We're going to restrict things going into your imports. You know, once they start doing that, now they're going to collapse those two countries. That's why this is so important for the the centralized dollar to not happen, a digital currency to not happen, is because those other countries, they're they're just going to drown them out of getting goods and services and imports and being able to export and trades. It doesn't look good for those countries that are fighting back against NATO. No. And, you know, Biden didn't help himself out by going and begging the Saudi prince for oil just to cover until the midterms were over, because now you see that Saudi Arabia is going to join BRICS. Why isn't, you know, we're, we're talking about the midterm elections. Why isn't that being reported in mainstream media that he's going over there trying to get oil only up until the midterm elections? Why not pass the elections? Why is that question not being asked? Well, they're going to see a, a, a drop in fuel prices, in gas prices, and then everybody's like, oh, no, President Biden, he's doing a great job. He's doing a great job. As soon as the midterm elections, those prices are going to skyrocket once again. And they're going to, over here, it's $5 has kind of been the, the top dollar amount. So it might be $6, $7 after that because we're not getting the oil. But that's the plan is to lower it and then, and then absolutely skyrocket it after the elections. He's banking on the Democrats winning. I don't. Which just leads me back to my original statement of, I don't know how they are ab- actually going to win without an event occurring. Yeah, and that's my thought process as well. I think that some kind of false flag will happen, whether it's nuclear war with with Russia or the kind of quote-unquote look of nuclear war. I think if they do that, they will just, it will be NATO and the CIA will do a black op here in the U.S. and that'll be blamed on Russia. Or we just seen where Boston University has went out and their researchers have developed a more deadlier strain of COVID. And they are also developing stronger uh, so-called vaccines. So could it be that? 
what's the worst that could happen after combining two of the worst vaccine or worst uh you know covid strains and slamming them together what's the worst that could happen oh it's just gonna be lovely if they do (laughs) all i know is after 20 plus years in the medical field i walked away from my job you know they told me well you know, you went a year and a half without being vaccinated, but we're going to demand you to do it now. So you can either do it or you can, you know, walk on out the door and pretty much without them, fuck you, I'm walking out the door. So I didn't take the vaccine. I would hope to know that people would know by now not to take it, because if you can't see the numbers and the data that's come out of all these kids that are dying having heart troubles, having cancer, you know, all these professional athletes are just dropping dead on the field. I mean, that should tell you right there, you shouldn't have took it. Yeah. And now the CDC is going to be voting on if it will become mandatory for the school year coming up. Yeah. And the thing about that is my, one of my things, my little side project has been defund the schools take your kids out of these indoctrination centers and get them homeschooled. Because if you continue to leave them in there, they're going to get even more brainwashed or they'll end up dead. One of the two, because all they're doing is grooming children. They are pushing all these different leftist agendas and they're not actually getting education anymore. The education system, this is the problem of letting government into your education system. 100%. 100%. What is in this shot that they need into our children so badly? What is in this shot that, that we have to have all of these boosters every, every, they went every three months, but every six months, they got to have a booster, go get in line, go get your booster shot. What is in these that they are, that they has, it's so imperative that it gets into your body. Why are we attacking our kids with a vaccine after the pandemic has already said it's over after the president Biden has come out saying, no, the pandemic's over, but yet we're still going to force a vaccine into our children through the CDC, making it mandatory through your school vaccinations. It's something just is not clicking there. And most parents are just like, ah, no big deal. Let's just line them all up and, and, and give them all the jabby jab. Yeah, and that's almost like saying, ah, we're the Nazis. Go ahead, stand them up against the wall and put a bullet in their head. I mean, that's basically what, what you're doing with this stuff. A lot of people don't realize there's graphene oxide in this, which is a nanogel, and that is to maintain a component under the skin and then in the bloodstream. So this takes me to they're wanting to chip us eventually, and this is the way they are trying to do that. Chip us. You know, put put nanotechnology within us. Uh, you know, you've got Yuri. I, I don't know if this was where you wanted to go, but you've got uh, Yuri. Who's the who's the second in command of Klaus Schwab? Uh, Yuri Novell. Yeah, I can, I, yeah, I think that's who it is. So, he wants to make superhumans. He wants to make elite superhumans with nanotechnology to to increase the human body into this almost like a universal soldier almost is what it sounds like and then incorporate ai into it like this guy's a a, a, a madman you know going back to the to marvel of of the 
you know, whatever the, the German psyop group was, army group, um, Hydra. I mean, that's, a, that's what it sounds like to me. He's trying to the make winter soldiers. <laughs> winter, yeah, exactly. And, and that's, to me, it's just, that just sounds like movie shit right there that they're trying to make a, make a universal soldier of, of humans and make this, this elite AI filled superhuman. It's just, it's just mind blowing, but he's openly talking about it. Yeah. And you know, they had, a meeting what a couple months ago with the world economic forum and he was speaking on it. He was just talking all proud about how he wants to be able to turn people basically into cyborgs. And you've got the push of AI. You know, I saw a yep. video today on, on TikTok, and that account will be taken down now, but I saw a video today on TikTok about um, this supercomputer that has been collecting trillions of trillions of dollars of worth of information that is owned by BlackRock and now the owner of or this one name. I thought I thought BlackRock was owned by a group, but one name surfaced. And I think we're in the whoever created this video, I think it was Clint actually. I believe that this one guy is gonna start making his self known more going on in the next few days, weeks, months. But this this computer that BlackRock has kind of created around through AI, I believe, is going to start making some news, some advancement when it comes to all of the stuff that's going on today. Maybe this vaccine has something to lead into it. Maybe not. But these midterm elections coming up, this is going to be the most important election that this country, this world has ever had. Yes, absolutely. And to piggyback off of you on the uh, BlackRock thing, I'm wondering if it's not tied to the massive data mine that the NSA has out there in Utah. I don't know if you remember when they built that massive facility out there. I think it's in Bluffton, Utah. It's out in Utah, but uh, they have what's called fusion centers all around the U.S. now. And it's basically federal, state, and local governments working together and if you're on your phone, on your laptop, you know, iPad, whatever, and it can tap into those electronics. And if you hit keywords, you're automatically wrapped up, put in a file and sent out to the NSA data mine. And then you go out to the fusion centers and then they start having someone monitor you and watch everything you do, listen to everything you say. So I'm wondering if BlackRock isn't tied to that as well, because that's the AI part of it. And I did a video as well um, talking about the PRISM program. I don't know if you've heard of that. No, I have not. It's P, the P-R-I-S-M program. And what it is is biometrics, and it's also collecting all data in your technology and watching you from your smartphone, watching you from your smart TV surveillance cameras. You name it, but the prison pro program has part of the biometric. It's integrated biometrics is what it is. And then they're pushing out. I don't know if you've seen where they're scanning their palms across stuff to pay for goods and stuff now. Yep, I saw like in that Chicago video. and some, some big cities are doing it. Well, you know, that's the introduction to the RFID chip. They want to get that RFID chip in you. So they can do all this stuff. And that's why they switched 
in the medical field, they switched over to electronic medical records because they already know they are switching to putting a chip into your hand. I worked 20 years in the in medical field, and we had someone that was working in IT department, and they were like, you know, we're switching over to this electronic medical records. And he goes, I have a feeling. He goes, I'm not going to say it, but he said, I know that in the Affordable Health Care Act, they have the RFID chip hitting, hidden in there. So eventually they will want you to be completely chipped. And that just goes back to why 5G is being pushed. Yep. You know, 5G was always military. That was the that was the military strength of of the of the internet and, and the communications needed for it. The people don't really the you know the citizens don't really need it. But if you need to have all of that information going through people's palms and you know the the medical information, banking records, you need a strong internet current like that to be able to transmit wherever and whenever it's going. Right. And like a couple of years ago, there was a couple of major universities that switched over. They took away the student ID cards, and now they have to retina scan into their dorms. They have to retina scan into the buildings. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah, I have to look it up, and I can send you the info on it. But it was like a couple of years ago, a couple of the major universities decided, now oh, we're going to try this as a trial period and do this. So they switched over to retina scan. All under the pretense of security, I'm sure. Yeah, we'll 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 sell your security, you know, so we can protect you and you know keep you safe. <laughs> I know here with with the hospitals that we have here with Providence, it is all on one system. All of our records. My son was uh, diagnosed with leukemia about seven, eight years ago, maybe nine years ago. Um, and he's fine now, but all of those records, you know, they just keep transferring forward. He had growth issues growing up. So wherever he goes, they just have to tap into his records instead of us walking around with like, you know, uh, Patrick Swayze and Roadhouse with he's got the folders that he's walking, you know, for all the surgeries he's had. With him, it makes it so much easier just to have it all right there digital in the computers. But yet, where is all that other information going that that is being collected and stored it, right there in Utah. It's all for I guess. sale. Yeah, it's in Utah and I guarantee it's all for sale. You know, just like the prison systems uh, throughout the country, they used to be, you know, all state and federally ran. Now they're all private entities. So, you know, they're, they're just buying information, buying bodies. And how do you think, is it all just for AI? Is it just so that they can understand the movements and, and pre-requirements of humans? Or is it going to actually be for the good of mankind? Uh, I think it's all for evil intent. You know, uh, a friend of mine who used to work as a deputy and a detective, he was talking about, when social distancing happened at six feet, he was in the military. He goes, I can tell you exactly what they're doing. He said, they're doing this so that the uh, facial recognition programs can pick you up easier. And then they can read your body easier because we're six feet apart. Well, the six feet apart, when that first came out, that was just a thrown out number. 
That was yeah. when whatever the I don't know where the 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 doctors or the scientists, you know, whatever meeting this was, they said, "Well, how you know how how far do we need to keep people apart?" And they kind of looked at each other and went six six feet. You know, looking for some type of recognition back. That's where that number originally came from, was six feet. They didn't know. They just threw a number out there, and that's what they ran with. Yeah. Well, he said the buddy of mine that worked in the uh, de- detective and deputy department for the sheriff's department, he said what that gave them whenever they got the six feet social distancing is the right amount of space between people to pick up facial recognition, um, even wearing the mask. That was also another way that they could just read the eyes and be able to catch your facial structure, your body movement. He said that was the perfect way for them to do that because working in the, as a detective, he talked about having to use some of the programs they have to use. And he said it made it a whole lot easier to be able to pick up people. And that just goes back to your social credit score that they do in China. Social yes. recognition on everything, cameras everywhere. We're watching you. It's a, it's a, it's a country surveillance program, but it all goes back yep. to your social credit score. And that's what they want. They want the social credit score. They want you on a carbon tax. They want everything for you to own nothing and be happy. I mean, I mean, owning nothing and being happy only is good for so long because the natural humans naturally are gatherers. Human nat- humans naturally are workers to obtain. We're like a good trained bird dog. You know, before we started recording, we were talking about my German short hair. They're trained. Their natural instincts are to do commands, to get a reward, to go out and find the bird, bring it back, give me a piece of bacon. Thanks, Dad. I'm glad I could do this for you. Humans are naturally like that. So this, you will own nothing and like it, is not going to last long with humans because we're we're no. naturally needing to obtain stuff. It's just, it's natural. Either it's emotion, we're needing, we're needing to obtain a relationship. We're either needing to attain a paycheck. We're either needing to obtain a boat, a house, uh, you know, a second house, whatever it social is. Social status. Social <laughs> status, whatever. We're naturally trying to do that. That is not going to fly. No, it may fly in other countries, but in this country it will not. And there's a reason why we're the only country left that truly has a second amendment right. And they've, they, yeah. And I don't know. Do you remember the video that, that was out of the guy who had asked the German, um, general or the German, uh, the Russian general of during the cold war, why did you not attack America? Yep. That this is why that video right there is why no country has ever tried attacking America because they cannot account for the for the citizens and the firepower that we have. We are the second largest yeah. army in the world, or second largest or second strongest army in the world. The American citizen, because they cannot defeat us with our guns. And I remember several years ago, Benjamin Netanyahu was on TV, and they asked him the question, 
about was during the first uh, Iraq war. And they asked him, you know, why hasn't anybody even attempted to come to the U.S. and invade? And he said they would be fools to. So do you know how many people have guns in America? That's the ones that are registered. You don't know about the ones that don't have it. Exactly. I mean, you think that somebody would actually want to come into this country and land in a place like Chicago? <laughs> Do you think that uh, those gangbangers up there are going to they're going to appreciate somebody stepping on their turf up there? They're going to end up shooting their ass. Yeah, biker gangs. You know the the Crips, the Bloods. You know those type of gangs. Uh, the That'll mafia be one that I believe one. is still out there. They're not gonna. We're not gonna stand down. I believe that'll I, be the day that that'll be the day that unity will be for real. <laughs> I was just going to say that that is our, our nine twelve moment right there. Somebody comes into this country that we do not want as a people. And we understand what is going on. That is that nine twelve moment again of complete unity. Yeah. And there's not, I don't think there's any military in the world right now that could even attempt to pull it off. I, I everybody believe, talks about how big everybody talks about how big China is, but they don't have very much of an air force or a uh, naval fleet. And, they're and spread they out. may have they they may have the numbers as far as many troops, but hell, by the it'd be just like uh, D Day going on the beaches in Normandy. They're going to get fucking slaughtered. Yeah, and they're and they're spread out. We already know that they're down in Latin America doing training. We know that they're, they were at least up in Canada doing training. They are in, uh, on the border of Ukraine. They're, they're spread out. They're up in the corner of, of Alaska and Russia in that, in that bay that's up there. They're, we're, they're spread out. And that's most of the countries around the world and uh, USA as well. The only fighting force that is in one contained area is the United States citizen. Yep. Yeah, our military can be wherever they want to abroad, but we are the largest uh, unaccounted for military. So if you want to attempt to try it, good luck to you, because you can try and cut off the power and do EMP and all that stuff. You don't know how many fucking people in this country have fucking night vision. (laughs) In uh, other ways of, of communication, other ways of uh you know we i'm not gonna say myself i know a lot of people who they already have a plan there's a plan for when that emp hits there's a plan for when that even the nuke goes off um the 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 tidal wave that they've claimed from the russian submarine if it comes this way or that way we there people already have plans for this stuff there is communication already set up for things like this Good luck. That's all I'm going to say is good luck. Yeah, I mean, I know as for myself, I'm prepared. You know, I know tons of other people that are prepared. So you take the 17 million veterans in this country along with all the other regular patriots that own guns and train with them. Yeah, you're not you're not going to make a difference. And it, it just makes this election coming up that that more important it is this is the biggest election that this country has ever had will be november 8th 2022 
I tried to put a video out earlier and it was like on there for three hours today and no views. I was like, Oh, come on now. You gotta be quitting. I've got, I've got two on there. No views. Wow. It's, 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 it, it, you know, with the amount of viewers or the amount of followers that we have percentage wise is it doesn't add up to only having 89 views, zero views, a hundred views. With the amount of followers that we have, we should be in the tens of thousands of views. I agree. I mean, when I first came on TikTok, I had up to, I think it was like 40,000, nearly 40,000 followers. And now I can barely even get 5,000. And it's a struggle. I mean, I'm on my fifth account and I'm struggling to get to 5,000. Where before yeah, it was mean, only taken me a couple days to get up to two, three, four thousand, and then now it's—I mean, it's taken me several weeks to get to. Um, I just crossed that five thousand summit, and there, it's being done on purpose. And then now they're going through. You want to talk about silencing on social media? They're going back through, and now they're just removing people. Because I know I followed people maybe three, four, five times. And just keep refall, you know, going back in, and they'll they'll pop up on the FYP, and you add them again. They're going through yeah. and removing people that you're following, so you can't get your numbers up there. They can't go and get that that message that you have out. Yeah, there's a couple of people that I know for sure I was following, and whenever I went to look at their videos one day, and I clicked on their page. It said that I wasn't following them. I was like, bullshit. I remember they were one of the first 10 people I fucking started following when I got my account started. The last account that three rows started, he sent me a video saying he was trying to add me for several attempts and it just would not let him add me. Yeah. I mean, there's some that are still on there now. I, I hit follow back and it won't let me follow him back. And I know like uh, Storm the Truth, I don't know if you know who she is. Yep, yep. I just she's followed been, her this morning. She, uh, she's she been having the same problem and same with uh, Misfit. She's having, a, she's having problems following people back as well. And she's been on her account for a while now. Crazy. And it's only going to get worse. Three weeks. Yep. The, cl- the closer we get, the quicker they're going to take us down. I mean, I'm on account 28 and I don't plan on stopping, but. I kind of figure they're going to start giving me the three rows, Mr. Freedom Stick and Packing Patriot treatment and just shut me down as soon as I sign on. Uh, you're also now on the Kramer Says social media platform that he just started yesterday. Which one yes. are you – are? What what's the one that you look forward to the most? Uh, I would say the, the Kramers. I think it would be interesting to see how how his goes. I have the YouTube, your tube, your, uh, your spot, your spot. There we go. I'm on your yeah. spot. I'm on Kramer's and then as well as TikTok. Um, all at Lambo. You can find me there at, at Lambo, Lambo 4.0. And it, it, I, I want, I want the, the other two. I want Kramer and your spot. I want those just to take off. Uh, your spot kind of has a couple little glitches that it's not very aesthetically pleasing to the eyeballs. 
and I'm hoping that Kramer might be able to get above and, and beyond that that your spot glitch that it has. I mean, it, we're trying to compete with TikTok. You've got to have something that presents itself close to what TikTok is and the, the easiness that, that TikTok brings without the communists behind it. Right. So that way we can actually keep our accounts and we can actually speak our mind and tell what we want to tell. Correct. Keeping that information out there, keeping the truth being spoken and having people that are there following you that are, that are craving this information that are not, you know, they're not able to find it upon themselves. They're not able to, you know, some, some people just don't want to put themselves out there. They would rather just gather than put themselves out there to go find. So, which is completely fine. That's what makes this country great because there are people who want to put themselves out there, want to go find the information, put their face on TikTok to spread the truth. And, you know, that's why, that's why TikTok is such a great app to use because it's the quickest way for you to get a message out there. You had said it earlier. If something happens, if we want to, if we want to give a date that this is the date we're, you know, going to take the government over. If there's a something that happens, an EMP burst or something is now going through the sky that you see that looks like a, you know, a nuclear missile, you can get on a TikTok and you can reach a thousand people like that. And as soon as they hit share, another thousand people upon that. That's the quickness of a of an app like TikTok and why. Three rows, packing patriot, Mister Freedom Stick, yourself, you're you're silenced right away because you can reach a thousand people at the snap of a fingers. Absolutely, and I mean, I just have to appreciate everything you do as well. I mean, to you know, be on the shows with Freedom Stick and Packing Patriot and doing your your podcast. And everything you've done and helping me out tonight by starting my first uh, podcast i really appreciate it no problem it's a pleasure I'm, I'm i'm glad to be able to help other patriots out uh whoever wants to start a podcast you can you can only listen to the same voice for so long i i listen to a bunch of podcasts comedy political uh music documentaries i i, I listen to a lot of things because you can't you can't just listen to one voice You've got to listen to a, a variety of voices. And if I can help other people create their own podcasts, hit me up, extralambo at gmail.com. I'm glad to help you. All right. Well, that's our guest, Lambo, and I really appreciate it. And thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right. Take care. Yeah, you as well, sir.